This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. I, I don't think I have COVID, but your boy is a little under the weather. I get allergies. I get sinus. I haven't had them in a little bit. The world has convinced me that anytime I get a stuffy nose, that it's coronavirus. Um, I feel okay. I just, my head is, is, is a fucking, it's like a balloon, right? And the air is just getting let out of it. It's rough, boys. But guess what? I'm powering through, right? I got two kids. I got mouths to feed. I got a job to do, right? It's a little cold here. Maybe it's the weather getting me. I don't know. Okay. Your boy doesn't know. Your boy doesn't care. I don't care. So uh, welcome to MMA Takes Podcast. Um, yeah, we're going to recap UFC Vegas 16. Great card, right? Eight fights. I thought eight fights delivered besides maybe one or two. We'll go over the highly anticipated, the highly debated star system that I have invented. Yes, I'm the only only human in the world that has ever uh, invented a star system. I thought I deleted you. Sorry. Trying to clean up the computer, getting new things, whatever. You guys don't need to hear that. Well, you know what you do. This is my podcast. I'm going to talk about it. Rearrange the office. I begin to see some real good mojo the way I did it. So this is going to be the one, two, three, fourth time I've rearranged it. I never want at my desk like on the wall with my back to the door. It's an old mafia trick, right? If you ever see a mafia boss, his back was never to the door. When I sit at a restaurant, I want to sit my back to the wall so no one sneaks up behind me. Same situation in my office. I never want to be back to the door. But when I start shooting things and really want to try to get on the video side of stuff, it makes sense it being here. It's going to be a little bit easier. It's a little cleaner of a setup. I'm right by the TV now. So when I plan on streaming, like I plan on watching my reactions and fights, you know, I think that would be fun. Um, this is just a better setup. So we've done that. But it's still, there's some cleaning up that needs to be done. I need to get a few extra things stuff. But, you know, uh, we're making do, right? I want to get this out as quickly as possible. Wife has to do a million things. She's been with the baby all day. Because, listen, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys, okay? I work today, right? When I get sick, though, I'm 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 a little bit of a bitch about it, just a little bit, right? I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac. Haven't had that issue in a while, right? I, I dealt with some anxiety and stuff, probably like a year and a half, two years ago, almost at this point. Um, that's really kind of gone for me, which is which is pretty great. I kind of that kind of came and gone, but I do act like a little bit of a bitch when I get sick, right? My wife is way tougher than i am she i literally called her like the iron woman today like i needed to nap like i came home my head was killing me i was up early then good great sleep and i was like you know what I, you know she, she she's going back to work this week she didn't work today though she works tomorrow and i said but she also has her shop right so i go you know i can i can watch the i can take the little one and lay down with me if you want she goes no i got it go, go lay down like she's a fucking iron woman so i napped for a little bit woke up how to do the podcast, which she's like, uh, I got shit to do, man. I said, yeah, but I got to talky talk to the Boise boys. Uh, I got to recap the fights. I had a fucking amazing betting weekend. I'm not trying to bury the lead. My brain is fog. It's mush right now. Um, so bear with me. Uh, this this might be, I always say like, oh, this is going to be kind of a scattered podcast. My, all my podcasts are scattered. I have no notes for this one. This is just off the cuff, off the top. And um yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna be all over the place in this one. I'm sorry, boys. Just bear with me, okay? I got uh, I got just every 
ounce of fluid that's in my body's in my head right now. So I'm, I'm trying to fight through it. But uh, again, I, I don't think it's coronavirus. I think I just, I have sinus and allergies and it's cold outside. I don't have a cough. No shortness of breath. I go run fucking six miles right now. I'll go run fucking six miles right now. Prove to you. No, I won't. I won't. I won't do that. Um, yeah, so that's it. So listen, I had an incredible card on Saturday. I only went four for four of my picks. But your boy is 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 the prop king, right? I want to be called the king of prop from now on. So if you're listening to this podcast, please address me as the king of prop. Back-to-back weeks, hitting 1,000 prop, right? Plus 1,000 prop. Last week, who did I even hit last week, boys? Oh, my brain is absolutely mush. Oh, yeah, duh. Miguel Baez by submission. Doesn't have a submission on his record. Hit that. Hit Jordan Lever by KO. Slam KO over Matt Wyman. Hit a plus 450 uh, prop as well on Tapura by knockout. Called that to a fucking T. If you listen to the, the, the podcast, if you listen to the little thing. I know the video was terrible on Friday night, but if you got through the video and listened to the audio of the prop show on Friday night on, on Twitter, I think I did on YouTube too. Um, then you know that I'm just I'm just I'm fucking I'm just on fire right now. I'm picking blind. I'm no, I'm not picking blind. Wait, what is it? No, I'm just I'm fucking seeing it right now. Four four on my picks though. The picks weren't great. But let's get, you know, do I have anything else? Oh yeah, Logan Paul and uh, Floyd Mayweather, the biggest news ever. Signed the fight. Um I've gotten a lot of people who do not, who are my friends, who do not watch anything uh, combat sports related, messaging me about this going, didn't he just fight Nate Robinson? So a lot of casual people, a lot of people who are my buddies who are in the 30s, right? They don't know the difference between Logan and Jake. I don't know why Logan is fighting Floyd. Again, I like the Paul brothers. Is Logan, I guess Logan's more popular than Jake is what I got to imagine. But they're they're fighting it uh, in Feb- in February and um, getting a lot of opinions about it. Listen, I cannot shame anybody for making money, right? It's pretty obvious to me that Floyd's running out of money, right? I know a lot of people will say, "Well, no, he just wants more of it," and that could be one hundred percent true. But the guy's clearly not saving any of it. He's a notoriously bad gambler and a heavy gambler. Like his units are like $500,000 and he lives in Vegas, right? So he's never, he's always gambling. And then on top of the, just the lifestyle that he lives with the, the million things he has to buy. And the fact that he always wants to have that payday, he always wants to be the richest guy in the room. So this is a win-win for Floyd. The only issue I have with this is I love Floyd um, I think this is going to be kind of an ugly stain on his on his, his legendary record. Um, he, obviously, it's not good. He's 50. No, he, if he loses. Yeah, there's going to be an asterisk, but it's an exhibition. So there's really going to be no winner, no loser type situation. I mean, I think obviously we're all going to know Floyd's going to win, but um, it's not going to be like an official bout because there's like a 50 pound weight difference. So it's just fucking insane. Logan Paul's like 6'2", 200 pounds. Floyd Mayweather's literally never weighed 155 pounds in his life, right? Like, he's fought at 154. His dad and his uncle, RIP Roger Mayweather, literally have came out and said Floyd's never weighed 160 pounds in his life. So the fa- even when Floyd fought, um, God, I'm escaping my name on New Year's Eve in, in, in Japan, that really sick Japanese kickboxer, and they fought in that special rules boxing match, Floyd was so out of shape and he still didn't weigh 160 pounds. And he still went in there and whipped that ass. Um, 
it's just it's a little bit of a clown show to me, right? I mean, I know Floyd's in his forties. He wants to get paid. The Connor fight probably isn't going to happen if, if that's what he was looking for. So he wants a big payday. So he's like, well, I'll fight this YouTube guy that's you know has size on me, but he's zero and one in a boxing. Oh, uh, one as a professional boxer against a guy who plays FIFA on YouTube, and um, yeah. So again, I'm. It, it's tough. It's a tough look for boxing. I think Dana White summed it up. I think Dana White said this is the state that boxing is in right now, that they got to make fights like this, and he's 100% right. There was a great boxing match this weekend. There was Errol Spence versus um, Garcia. Why can't I fucking see my brains much? I love Garcia. I want to say Ryan Garcia, but I know it's not Ryan Garcia. Why can't I fucking remember his name? God damn it, Brian. I'm telling you guys, I mean... I, I legit love this dude. I loved him when he knocked out Amir Khan. Um, Danny Garcia. Fuck, finally. I love when he knocked out Amir Khan. I love when he fought um, Keith Thurman, which I thought was a war. I love his dad. His dad talks all the shit. Great boxing match. No one cares. Just no one gives a shit. Errol Spence is one of the best boxers in the world. He needs to fight Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford fought a couple weeks ago, right? And, and I don't know how many people cared. I watched it. I love T. I love Bud. I love fucking Terrence Crawford. Um, but Dana kind of hit it on the head. This is the state of boxing. This is what, I mean, listen, the, the world's different right now. The celebrity's different. These YouTube people, these people like Logan Paul, the Paul brothers and all these other TikTokers and, and YouTube stars, they're huge, right? They are the new celebrity. I understand that I'm an old man. So I get how it can get lost in, you know, people don't understand that, but I understand that I get it. Um, problem is, is I just, when you, when you go against arguably the greatest boxer of all time, it, it just, it stings a little bit, right? You know, so I, I've I've deemed it a clown show. I will definitely watch. I won't purchase. And, um, yeah. I mean, if, and if Jake Paul doesn't fight on the undercard, like the co-main event, I mean, I mean, what are we doing here, right? You want to make all the money in the world? But they'll, they'll hold it off. They'll put, they'll put Jake somewhere else. I don't know. Fucking, it is what it is. But anyway, UFC this past weekend, eight fights, a bunch of fights fell off because of COVID. My mortal lock Santos fell off. Uh, who else fell off? Nate Landwehr, Nate the Train versus Evaloff, and then there was another one too. I got him blocked out on my on my sheet. So I uh, here we'll look down here. Cody Stamen versus Marab was supposed to be on this card too. That would have been sick. Yeah. So Santos, Jimmy Flick, Jimmy Flick, and Cody Durden. Actually, that didn't get uh, canceled because of COVID. Cody Durden has pink eye, so they rescheduled it for I want to say the nineteenth. All right, caffeine boost. All right, so main event, Marvin Torrey versus Jack Hermanson. I had Hermanson here, plus money. Great fight. I thought it was an amazing fight. I have have stated I don't like Marvin Torrey. I still don't like Marvin Torrey, not because of his skills, just because I, I just I don't know what it is about him. I just, I, I just don't like him. I don't know what it is. You know, there's that it. Everyone talks about the it factor. There's guys that have the it factor. He has the it factor for me. It's just... The opposite, the shit factor. Like, I just don't like him. Um, but he's very talented. And Jack Hermanson, this was a great fight. This was a really, really back-and-forth fight. Hermanson got dropped clean that first round. I thought Vittori could have finished it if he kept with the strikes, but for some reason he wanted to get the submission. Uh, Vittori dominated the first two rounds, and then Hermanson really picked it up. Cardio on both these guys are great. Vittori started slowing down the third round. I was really worried. You know, he, he's a big dude at 85. You know, had his, his weight cut was a week earlier. Um, and I thought maybe he's never been five rounds in UFC and I don't think maybe in his career, but I'm like, Oh, this dude's going to 
fade fast. Hermanson's and Hermanson looked ripped as well. But no, he hung in there. He he had a slow first round or third round. Hermanson won it, and then the fourth and fifth, Vittori got his second gear. Really tough, durable dude. Hard to take down. Big, strong guy. Um, can take a shot, can give a shot. I, I don't think his power is overwhelming, but towards the end of the fight, he realized, like, listen, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to throw everything I have at this guy. I'm going to start piecing him up. And, and his volume, I think they broke some of the records for volume. Hermanson's stand-up was, was lackluster. I wanted him to go for more takedowns. I really wanted him to engage with Tory grappling. He did early in the fight and kind of gave up on it and it became a slugfest. Uh, the Tory got four stars for me. I thought he looked pretty good. Um, I think this is a real contender. 85. He just beat the number four ranked guy in the world. Um, Vittoria was what 14. I think this is, I mean, you got, you got to catapult him in the top five at this point, at least top 10. Um, he called out Paulo Costa, which I think is a great call out. I think that's a great fight. Uh, that's a guy, you know, that makes sense. And then he kind of called out Izzy, which again, you kind of expect it cause he's got bad blood with Izzy. He's got the, um, they had a fight that fell out. In, uh, or not, excuse me, they had a fight that went through a split decision, very close fight. I had Izzy win in that fight. I mean, it was a close third round, but Izzy won one and two. I mean, come on. Now, come on. Vittoria won one round, if if that. But um, but listen, that 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 gives you enough to call it the champ, right? I would love to see Izzy fight a Vittori. You know what? It's like if, if Whitaker needs some time, cool. There's really no one else at 185 that, that's there. Hermanson was there. Let Fedori jump the line. Why not? If he's ready in the summer, I know Izzy's going to fight Jan. Let Jan fight Glover. Let Izzy defend 185 again. And uh, they got that built in. And Vittori's got a little bit of a name now. First main event. Was it his first main event? Anyway, great fight. Amazing. Vittori got a four. Hermanson got a three. Hermanson, I thought, looked pretty solid. I, I think his game plan was kind of bad. He seemed a little more durable than usual. His cardio is crazy. Uh, for being that big of a guy and uh, his stand up, it needs to come a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more. I got hung up on that word there. His stand up needs to come a little bit more. Ooh, I don't, I don't know if I like that. I don't like the way I said that. But um, I do think he's a solid dude. I think he's dangerous on the ground. But Vittori shut him down everywhere. Vittori was very close to get a, getting a five from me, but he did not. All right, next up, you got. Uh, see, my my paper's all fucking jack. But yeah, you got Ovis St. Proofers, Jamal Hill. This was the new Coleman event. Very very high on Jamal Hill. I almost went very. Very heavy on Jamal Hill. Last second, I pulled it out. Well, secondly, I you know, I took I emptied my clip, <laughs> emptied the clip, baby. Uh, everything on my FanDuel account, I emptied it, and and this was the fight that I kinda was flirting with. I was like, you know what? If I have some money left over of, of my plays, I'll put it all on Hill. I did not. I liked the other plays better, but Jamal Hill, a guy I'm really high on. Three stars. Ovin St. Pruk got one. Ovin just seemed off. You know, this is what he, how he kind of fights. He kind of fights um, going backwards against the fence. He likes to counter and, and he was awkward style. And, and this is how he does it. Jamal Hill is a pressure guy. Jamal Hill is a sharpshooter. He comes forward and he throws that left hand and it's fucking, it's snipe city. He's a sniper out there with his left hand. Keeps his chin high, uh, high a little bit. He's not the biggest uh, puncher, but he is fucking accurate. That's all you need. He worked uh, Ovin's body really, really well in this fight, and Ovin's worked the leg. Jamal Hill took some serious leg kicks against a big guy in Ovin St. Pru. To me, it looked like Ovin's maybe was battling with an injury. He did miss weight. First time in his career missing weight. He is a huge 205-pounder. For him to miss weight um, tells me that either A, right, he he wasn't taking this fight all that seriously and gave up that purse. You know, He makes, he makes a good chunk of change, so giving up 30% of his purse, is, no one wants to do that. Or he was he was injured, right? Um, there was something bothering him, and he had to take the fight anyway. 
Anyway, Jamal Hill only got three. I, I like Jamal Hill, but I thought he could have done a little bit better in this fight. I know he got the finisher over, over St. Pru. He's a problem. He's only 9-0, 8-1, or whatever his record is. I know maybe they took one away from him because of the weed thing. Um, I, I can't. I should have maybe gave him four, now that I think about it, but I don't change the SAR system for fucking anybody. But I give him a three. I thought he looked good. I thought he looked like a sharpshooter in here. Um, maybe I'm a little bitter because I didn't put money on him, and he won for me. This was a fight that a lot of people were fading Hill and really liked OSP in this underdog spot here. Um, and I've, and I've been behind Hill from day one. I like this kid's confidence. I like his stand up. <clears throat> I, I want to see more of his ground game. A lot of question marks on the ground. Uh, I don't think cardio is going to be an issue for this guy. Cause he uh, it doesn't look like he's, uh, he's a big guy. He's six, four, but he doesn't really have the big, that big of a frame at two Oh five. You know, he kind of, um, isn't the most muscly guy in the world. I should say, right. He needs to add a little more size. If, if, if I really think he's going to compete with some of these really high level grapplers, um, size is, is always going to help you in that, but you know, then you sacrifice cardio a little bit. Jamal Hill got three. Ovin's got a one. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it, baby. All right. Gabriel Benitez was Justin Janes. Gabriel Benitez got a four star. Justin Gaines got two. Uh, awesome fight. Benitez is, is a solid dude. I got this fight wrong, by the way. I picked Janes as an upset KO. I propped him as well. One of the few props I lost. Plus 310 for Janes to win by KO. I figure that's the only way he's going to win. And Benitez is just is just so much cleaner on the feet. We all heard about his kicks. His knee to that body where he crippled Janes is so, was so beautiful. I love a good body shot knockout. I, I've never been knocked out before, but I've been hurt to the body, and I just I can appreciate it a little bit. And, um, you know, when you get knocked out, you really don't feel much, right? As, you know what I mean? You get, you get your lights put out. You wake up. You're like, fuck, I just got knocked. You don't remember anything happened. You get crippled to the body. You're going to remember that for a long time. So body shots are absolutely brutal. That knee was so fucking sexy. But Benitez is a guy that, that a lot of people sleep on, including myself. He was a, he was a two-to-one favorite. I fucking faded him. I didn't pick him. That's on me. Um, but he is a legit striker. His only issue in my book is, is um, sometimes he gets a little happy to, to exchange, right? His defense isn't the best in the world. James did hit him a few times, uh, busted up his eyes. I was swelled, uh, swelled up a little bit. Um, so his defense is obviously a little bit of liability. I think his chin's pretty good. He's been knocked out before, but I think his chin is pretty solid. But defensively, there's some there's some room to be, to, to work on there. And then the fact that he's I don't think he's a cardio machine, but his his striking, his kicks, his punches, and his knees are are insane, right? Justin James is a durable dude and got folded with that knee. That knee was so brutal. So Benitez again, I got 155, 145. I know he he fights at both. I'm really interested in this kid uh, going forward, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, maybe fight a little more actively to kind of get his name out there. He seems like a sweet guy. I liked his post-fight um, interview. He seems like a guy that uh, people can get, uh, you know, rally behind a little bit. All right, Roman Delites versus John Allen. Roman got three, and uh, Delites got, or excuse me, John Allen got two. I like this fight, right? Delites, his striking's wild. He's so strong. He's so confident. He's so sure of himself, and, and he really relied on his grappling in this fight. John Allen's a tough dude. Went from some submissions, went from some chokes, and like literally just Hail Mary stuff. And you can just see on his face, he was giving everything he got. You know, Delites is just a big, strong dude and a good grappler. Showed off some pretty good cardio. Um, did get tired a little bit in the third round, but but pushed through it. Um, had never been in the third round before, and John Allen was was is a tough dude that hung in there the entire time. Uh, Delite really needs to work on his striking. I think he's got natural power. Um, he's a little wild, but I think if you just clean up some of that, I like because He's unorthodox, so the unorthodox is going to work for him, but I want to see him clean up this technique a little bit. Let's not change too much 
because that weird angles that he throws those kicks, I mean, that's what knocked out. Uh, that's what he got his knockout in UFC debut. And the way he moves is good because it's herky-jerky. It's a little awkward, but let's clean up some of the technique. Let's learn how to teach this guy to throw a straight right hand, uh, a good hook, defend himself a little bit. Um, and he looked really good on the ground. He looked really strong on the ground. His only critique, he almost got four stars for me. Or excuse me, he almost got um, two stars. I gave him three because I kind of liked the moxie of him looking at his corner and was like, hey, coach, you want me to submit him? And he went down for a leg lock. He didn't get it. But the confidence of like, I'm, I'm so good at leg locks. And I don't know if John Allen's a, a black belt or not, but he's a, he is Brazilian. So I'm assuming, you know, I'm going to play stereotype here. I'm assuming he changes, he trains in Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, Delete goes, you know what? I'm going to take his leg with me. Doesn't get it. But God damn it, I'm going to reward him for his confidence. Um, I don't know what his ceiling is at 205. I know he's a big, strong dude. And, and, and if he grapples, Heavy in some of his fights because he's that strong of a dude and he's heavy on top. He could be a problem. Uh, two hundred five is absolutely stacked right now. He's only eight no, so I want I want the brakes to be pushed, uh, pumped a little bit on him. I know two hundred five. A lot of these young guys they get thrusted in there because that division's been weak for so long. Not really all that weak anymore, in my opinion. But I, I just want to see him maybe you know the brakes need to get pushed just a little bit on Delete. I would love to see a Jamal Hill fight. Jamal Hill Delete would be a fun fight because that's going to answer questions on both sides. Can Delete deal with a sharpshooter um, like a Jamal Hill? And can Jamal Hill deal with a guy who's going to take him down and, and, and be that good on the ground? All right, next up, Jordan Levitt versus Matt Wyman. Oof. <sighs> boys, boys, boys. Okay, so this fight. In, uh, <laughs> all right, so Jordan Levitt was minus 450. Listen, your boy hit a plus 1,000 prop on this again. Jordan Levin by KO was plus 1,000, right? I put some shekels on it um i want my slime bar parlay by the way boom i won this prop i won the topora prop the only bet i lost i had an underdog parlay with quinones and hermanson i lost that but for very little money i went heavy on the props oh i know i lost jane's prop too and i lost the uh no i i i, I um parlayed jane's in in uh jamal hill and osp over two and a half and uh, I missed that as well. So that that doesn't bother me anymore. But Jordan Leva by KO was plus 1,000. My boy Tim, prior to the podcast, champ of the podcast, he'll be on next week. We'll do one final uh, pick of the year, me, him, and Devin. Devin and I are going to pick this week, but me, Tim, and Devin are going to pick next week for one final of the year <clears throat> to see who's going to end up with that strap. Anyway, Tim got him at plus 723. Now, my reasoning behind this was very educated, right? I said on the Pick'em Show, I'm going to go with a 1,000 just so I can hit another one, right? It was very arrogant of me to say that. But honestly, Matt Wyman, as washed as he is, as bad as he is right now, is still solid on the ground. I don't see. I didn't see him getting choked out. I didn't see him getting caught in an arm bar. Maybe if he gassed out late in the fight. I saw Levitt coming out and maybe hitting Wyman with something because I think Levitt, is, his striking isn't this insane kickboxing striking, but he is long for the vision. He's, and he's got some unique strikes that I think a kick or a punch could have put Wyman down. Levitt would have finished, followed in the ground and finished in TKO style, right? That's how I pictured it. Obviously I would never predict a slam in the first round, but I screamed. I danced. My baby woke up. I danced with her while she was crying. She's looking at me like, Hey, Hey fucker, give me a bottle. Quit dancing with me. 
I'm the king of props, okay? I want some respect now, okay? I know some other people had a really good night hitting Collier. They had a really good night hitting maybe some of these over-unders and these plus 450s and these plus 500 props or whatever. Back-to-back weeks hitting plus 1,000s. Educated. This isn't me just fucking going, eh, plus 1,000, I won't play. No, this is me using my fucking brain. Now, I know I'm supposed to be humble. I'm supposed to be like, hey, good, yeah, everyone. No, fuck that shit. I'm telling you right now, I think I'm the new king of props, right? I think, I don't know who had the title before. There's a lot of great cappers out there, but I'm telling you right now, it's me. Because I'm already looking at some of the shit for next week. The props lines are not available as Monday. But I'm looking at some of those fights of how they would finish. And I'm very curious about those prop lines because prop lines are typically plus money. MMA is so fucking crazy. You could never predict how it went. But when you got a brain like me, maybe you fucking can't. All right, so Matt Wyman got a zero. No stars. The guy got fucking slammed unconscious. What did he do? He did nothing. Levitt got two. I know, I know. He should have got more. I need to see more, right? The slam over Matt Wyman's cool. Your little twerk that you do with the with the listen shout out to you for doing the dirty dancing you know i love patrick swayze but you need you need to show me more you need to step up your competition i think this kid's actually interesting a lot of people throwing out there that he's gay because he twerks or whatever he's got a kid on the way or whatever i actually think he's interesting i think he's gonna be a unique character i think he's funny i think he uh he's different right and i think different works and if he keeps winning it's going to help him even more right for being kind of a unique character but uh I need to see him fight again. I mean, hopefully he gets back in there in January. Um, or no, he said he wanted to wait till after his kid was born, which makes sense because he got he got a 50K bonus. So wait till your kid's born and then get back in there. But um, I want to see him turn around. I want to see him fight somebody worth a, game, worth a damn. Sorry, Matt Wyman. You know, go home and hug your animals. All right. Uh, Louis Smoker versus uh, Quinones. This fight sucked for me because I put Quinones as my underdog parlay. Or excuse me, underdog lock. Put him my underdog parlay. I was very confident in him. This is the second time this fight's been made in Louis Smoker. Lost the first round. Very competitive, but Cunonez looks so good. His movement, his leg kicks, and and he was hitting Smoker with everything. And Smoker was just always a step behind, and I was I was excited. I'm like, oh, Cunonez looks on fire. And then he slowed down. Then he forgot, oh, shit, this is a three-round fight, and I don't, I can't do this for three rounds. I can't do this for two rounds. Smoker finally mixed it up, went to the ground, took him down, and, and that's all she wrote. A lot of people had Smoker prop. That was the prop a lot of people liked. I completely missed it, right? The king of props missed it. I missed this fight as well. A lot of cappers I respect were on smoker. They're on smoker by finish. I didn't see it that way. I, I went the opposite. Um, and I think I do it again, too. I'm not impressed with Luis Smoker. Obviously, I'm not impressed with Quinones either. But I'd probably do it again, right? I probably would make that bet again. That's not a bet that I like. I regret. There's some bets you out there that you really regret. Like, oh, I missed smoker. Plus whatever for this finish. Eh. I'm probably not going to take that nine and 10 times. It's just not going to happen. I'm going to hit the thousands and I'm going to hit Tapora, who's next, who got, he's the only one that got a five star on me. Uh, Elia Tapora versus Damon Jackson. What a performance by Tapora. This guy was completely looked at as a grappler. He was nine and no, good cardio, a lot of submissions. He's good. His UFC debut, he just really took Zalal down and, and rode out on top. And people thought he was going to do that. Jackson, maybe even some people thought he was going to submit Jackson. No, 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 no. Jackson's been knocked out before. His striking isn't world-class. Toporo's got some really uh, good striking, better than people give him credit for. And I thought he was going to come out there and piece up Jackson, and that's exactly what he did. I should have propped it, 
um, for first round KO. I flirted with it. I did not. I propped. I got it like 410, plus 410 by four by knockout. I went heavy on it too. I went heavy. I had a great weekend. Probably, I'd have to sit down and do the math. I have to sit down and look at all my papers. Probably the best betting weekend financially for me in, a, in, a, in an extremely long time. In an extremely long time. Everything you're looking at, uh, I'm looking at, excuse me, I wish I had a camera on me. Computer, computer, microphone, microphone arm, fucking camera, phone, uh, my mixer, TV, right? <laughs> Desk. I'm just naming stuff. I could probably pay for that with what I want. Okay. I don't want to talk about money, right? You don't talk, you don't tell another man is unit, right? I, you know, another man should not know your unit. That's a rule in gambling. Okay. I'd rather show you my dick than tell you what my units are. But I had a good weekend, so I'm just saying what I could have paid for. Hey, oh, forget about it. I turn Italian. I'm not Italian, but I turn Italian when I. Hey, forget about it. Well, there's nothing. I got to go. All right. And the big boys fought. <laughs> um, I, I, it's, uh, by the way, Smoker got three. Cornelio's got two. Jackson got two. Tapora got five. I think I said that. Tapora is a stud. I think he's, ba- um, I think uh, Valerie Laredo, the little hottie from Bellator. Huh? I think she's into him. If you look at this dude's fucking Instagram, he's got Bentleys. He's got chicks. You know, he's, I think he's rich. He might be. He might be piping down Laredo. I know George has rumors. Rumors have told me that George has, but. The poor little guy, little guy swinging it, huh? Big boys, Vellante Collier. I mean, come on. Collier got, uh, what did I give him? Uh, where is he at? Sorry. Um, okay, there you go. Yeah, Collier got one, Vellante got zero. John Vellante's cut. Dana White cut Joel Romero. Everyone's up in arms about that. We'll, we'll end the show on that. But Vellante, this guy's cut, right? I mean, what is what is he doing here? 17 and 3. Hasn't had a knockout forever. He, he he's literally getting worse. He's degressing or digressing or what is it? He's not improving. The guy stinks. He's bad, right? Collier. This guy is you know he looked good. He didn't gas out. It went three rounds, right? He he didn't he didn't gas out. That's that's he got hit a few times. The nose was broken, all that shit. But he didn't gas out for being that big. He said he did cardio. He tried to lose some weight, all that stuff. I would like to see Collier at two hundred five. He needs to trim up for sure. It's a big win for him. He's stuck around the UFC. Volante's got to be done. Um, but if Collier gets fed in there again with any of these guys at, at heavyweight, I mean, for Christ's sakes, I mean, who who's going to go against that? You know, maybe, um, I don't even know. I, I can't even play matchmaker right now because my brain's mush. But yeah, 0-1, this is the fight I didn't really care about. This is a fight that I didn't like. Um, let me see, did I get any underdogs? Because I mark them down. So I didn't pick any underdogs, but I did hit those parlays or those props. Excuse me. I'm just, uh, you ever been in all of yourself? I know that's so fucking conceited to say, but God damn boys, your boy's doing it right now. Okay. I'm going to have probably the worst weekend of my fucking life. Um, gambling this weekend. Um, but you know what? It's worth it because I'm okay. I think I would in another thing too. I don't think I know. I withdrew a lot of my winnings, right? This is what I like to do. Like Conor McGregor said something a while ago, a million years ago. He said, and this is obviously before he became a multi, multi-millionaire. This is when he was just getting a couple hundred thousand dollars for UFC very early in his career. I believe it was the Notorious Documentary. He said, when I get money, I spend it because that keeps me more hungry. 
because the next time I got a fight, I don't have any money. You know, that's obviously a, an exaggeration. I don't do that, but I don't like having this fat, fat bankroll on uh, on Fanduel because then I'm gonna play with it even more and more and more. I've been flirting with up in my units. Um, I don't know if I'm, I'm. I think I'm gonna do that in the beginning of the year. I think I think that's a yearly thing. I don't think you should go mid year up in your units. I think it's okay. Next year, twenty one. These are my units, right? But I withdrew a hefty, hefty amount, and uh, I'm living large and in charge, baby, and uh, I'm excited. Okay, last thing we'll do. We're at 32 minutes. I don't want to keep this long because my head's just fucking mush. Yo, Romero got cut from the OC. A lot of people are up in arms. A lot of people kind of see it the way I see it. Listen, this guy is 44, right? You can sit there and tell me he's not on steroids. I'll sit here and tell you you're a liar. He's 44. He's never won the big one. He's never been the champion. He's not a Hall of Famer, and he's getting paid in a million, millions amount of money. I don't know what his contract was. Probably 500K. Does, I mean, speak English. Like He speaks English kind of good, right? I don't know what he sells. I don't know if he was a draw, but what is your advantage here, right? You're going to get your Romero at a hefty price at 44 years old. He's a freak of an athlete, sure. But every time he's in there, it's something else. He's laid eggs in main events before. He doesn't show it up. The Izzy out of Sanya fight. Everyone wants to blame Izzy. And Izzy obviously didn't have the best performance. But Yo didn't do shit. People take it on Izzy because everyone's on Izzy's dick. Izzy's the champ. Izzy's the best. Me and myself, I'm the one that's doing that. But Yo didn't do anything either, right? It was, you know what I mean? He went to counter. He landed one fucking punch and then got his leg kicked off. Um... So it makes sense that he got cut. I mean, what, like, what would, if you were Dana White, what would you do? UFC, you got to let him go. And then everyone's like, oh, well, they let one of the best middleweights go. Blah, blah. Okay. Bellator doesn't want him. PFL doesn't want him. Bare knuckle fighting. I don't know how they're getting their fucking money, but apparently they might sign him. What, like, no one wants this guy, right? You know what I mean? And everyone, and my boy Devin's like, well, he's got millions, so he's going to be okay. He doesn't. He sued Gold Star Performance. They didn't show up to court. He's not getting a dime of that money, right? They awarded him $26 million. Someone can sue me and get awarded $100 million against me. They're not getting that because I don't have $100 million, right? They're not, they, they can't take what I don't have. Gold Star Performance went out of business. They don't have $26 million to pay your amount, right? They just don't have it, right? So he's not getting any of that money. He needs the fight. I don't know if he needs the fight. I'm sure he's okay, right? I think he lives in Cuba. I don't know if Cuba's an expensive place or not, but it makes sense that he got cut. I mean, you can't keep him around. There's going to be 60 more cuts, according to Dana White. Osovich has got to cut uh, a guy that got signed from the Contender Series, Colin Huckbody. He didn't even make his UFC debut, debut yet. They cut him. Couple other people got cut. Justin the Dead, I think, on top of my head. But there's gonna be a lot more cuts. I think when you look through this card, I mean, John Vellante's got to be gone. I think Quinones is probably gone. Wyman's gone. Um, Justin James might be gone. If I'm being honest with you, probably not. They might give him one more shot because he's an exciting guy. But definitely Vellante, definitely Wyman, maybe Quinones as well. Because Quinones eight and five. Two ugly losses now. I mean, what do you need him for? So uh, there's going to be some cuts. And I think Yo Romero is the first time in the fall. And uh, I like it. I, I don't hate it at all. All right. That's it. That's the show. I always tell myself in the beginning, fucking push it at the beginning, Brian. Because maybe people don't listen to the end. Push it at the beginning. 
Go to iTunes. Go to Apple Podcasts. Rate and review. Subscribe. Please, 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 please. That's all you got to do, right? Rate it. One out of five stars. Right. This guy sounds handsome. This guy talks too much. This guy, you know, is too muscly to be doing a podcast. This guy probably has eight-pack abs. Write something like that. All those things I just said are true. All of them are true. So maybe just write it, right? And just give me a review, and it'll be awesome. I'm trying to get to 30. I've been stagnant for a while. I need my. I need you guys listening to go and do that, please. Pretty, pretty, please. All right, that's it. That's the show I hear. Baby crying in the background. That's my cue to go handle some madness. Uh, I will talk to you guys later this week. Pick them this week. UFC 256. I think some fights just got canceled, but co-main and main event, if they if those are still intact, Moreno versus Figueiredo. And then you got Ferguson versus Oliveira. Woo! That's bangers. Val, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! I say let her dance. Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? He's good. He's real good. The name is Dollar.